to kick out of midair, and the ball went sideways into the post. I think he's he kicked the post. I think he's hit the post. He hits the post. <laughs> Gully Percy had the chance to get back on the side and get molded, mate. Oh, oh, don't tell me. He kicked it right off the instep and missed. Here he goes now. It'll be a dead end if he missed the kick. He's kicked it out of bounds. Leach. I'll tear the joint down. missed it. Well, that, I think, is the new leader in terrible shots of goal. He thought that was the goal. He really still thinks it now. Look. Chris Lane's hit the post from only 13 metres out. It's the behind post out of bounds on the floor. And anyway, so I said to the uh, to the bar person, uh, three furfies, thanks. Boys, hello. How are we? <laughs> <laughs> On the full. Um, official sponsor of the night, fellas. Just so you know. Don't know if you can see that there. Um, sweet, sweet nectar, baby. The best coast is the West Coast, and the only important West Coast is West Coast Original Coolers. Um, so shouts to them. Ooh, baby, baby. Actually didn't Amen. drink. Actually didn't drink any of those on the weekend, Marshy. But we did. Uh, we were chatting just quickly about Saints footy before we started and I think you've got some maybe just some general words to say about the Sainers. Um how are you feeling? Message to the team, to the fans. Oh, oh the fans. I'm just fucking so <laughs> sick of football this year. It just sucks. Everything about it sucks. The ladder predictor sucks. St Kilda suck at winning games to stay ahead of other teams. And like COVID, like fuck off. Like we already had enough cunts on the sidelines, injured or buddy, whatever. And now Roel Marshall, he's Marshall. he went to a rugby game. He's out. Same with Dara Joyce. And I don't know, at what point does the season just go, the AFL just come out and go, all right, we just need a breather. Why can't the league have a fucking lockdown? Um, <laughs> you want to go I back to the hub? I don't. I, don't, I, I hear you. I hear you. I want a I want a, I want a I want us to go to Noosa. I want us to just relax for a week. Allow everyone to get their full 14 days isolation. Like Rowan Marshall, like I know is it Andrew McGrath that yep. is yeah, so he's going through the same thing, I think. He, yeah, but he's got an injury so it's not as impactful. Yeah. Yeah. And like and GWS they had and Sydney, Callum Mills, Toby Green. I could go on forever, baby. That was, that was mayhem. The, <laughs> the Sunday. list really goes on. Yeah. Oh, it's just like, what, what, at what point do we get a circuit breaker where we just allow everyone to recalibrate? Because it's just not fair. We um, as a league or we as a team? As a league. As a league, I, I think. Everything's just spot fires happening. Here's there everywhere. Um, you've got blokes having to isolate for 14 days yet and miss a game on the upcoming weekend yet. They've been in their teammates' pockets for the last week. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Currently serving a 14-day isolation um, uh, sentence. I, it doesn't yeah. make sense. Like people that I've seen out, <laughs> yeah. out and about prior to being called up saying you have to isolate, but the 14 days started the day of exposure. Mm. It doesn't really make sense. But, I mean, I'm happy to play the rules. I can be wrong. Um, but, yeah, you, you're right. Marshy for players to be kind of cut out of the team, even though they would have been at training, living with others. Like Andy McGrath lives with two other players that went on and played the game on Sunday afternoon. That's um, a disgrace. There's a there's a few there's a few holes, and I get this blanket stuff at the moment, and I don't want to make it all about COVID. But if if Saints were in another team in another position, like they've got they're injury riddled, and like 
already searching and scrounging for their best 22. Um, if say they, if most people were fighting fit and was losing a couple of players here and there, what would you think about the season continuing? Would it just be tough cookies to every other team? Um, that's just where your list is at, or do you reckon it's the fairest way across the board to sort of maybe I, I, delay? I think I said it before. I just want the season to just be put on pause, and then everyone can, like, say with the NRL, the rugby league, they're living under state. They're, they're living under lockdown bubbles at the moment. So that's why none of them are going to these exposure sites and things like that. They're not allowed to. So the footy needs to kind of do the same thing with spot fires happening everywhere. All I want is for a team to just get full blown COVID and then we're forced to just go, <laughs> all right, we, we just need to park it. And even better, I'll go one step further. I just want this season to be cancelled because last year was fucked, but this year I feel is more stinky. Thoughts, boys? Oh. Well, if I could play a delicious devil's advocate for just one moment. Mm. Um, yeah. Carlton have been very good, boys, as usual. Um, no COVID cases, not even a tier two. Maybe a smidge of tier three, but really, who's counting? <laughs> And I say, let the others burn. Let the other teams burn. If you choose as an AFL player in this climate, obviously, you know, there was no restrictions around. Things were peachy for for Melbourne for a little bit. But you still got to have the knowledge that you need to be, you know, you're going to be playing footy the next week if there's a breakout and you're at a venue that has 20,000 people. That's kind of your bad. Like, I know that they should still be able to live their life, but yeah. suffer the consequences and then pass on those consequences to your fans, which hurts them, but be better, I say. <laughs> so uh, I thought you were going to go on a tangent where that you're kind of like hoping for other teams, like say your St. Kilda's, your Essendon's. Oh, definitely. Much e- yeah. Every, any other team that are in Carlton's way of getting into that top eight <laughs> spot. Um, I thought you were hoping to get a bit of a Craig Bradbury situation happening. <laughs> I think let's let's to to quote an AFL player or just a sports person in general. Let's just take it week by week. We got North this week, so hopefully they've got a few tier ones coming up. Um, we got St Kilda the following week. Would love those tier ones to be extended uh, amongst the playing group. Hopefully one of the trainers has kind of spread it round. Let's really spread it within those circles, but then make sure they lock down, isolate, only keep it there. We don't want it to get too bad for the rest of Australia, but certainly pave a way for Carlton to make the eight. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, okay. So GWS Saints, Rio, <laughs> Richmond, Essendon. COVID. In a little bit of COVID, 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 COVID. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you wish COVID upon any team, it'd be those. <laughs> now, to be honest, I didn't know that much about it until the Sunday when like, it was announced that GWS were fielding half of a juniors team and then Sydney were going to have to do the same thing. Um, and I guess... Like, maybe it's become clearer in, during the week about, you know, sort of areas that have been hit. And there was obviously the rugby where, Pat, you were as well. I think they've got to just put on the the blinkers or the blind. What are they called that they make horses wear? Blinkers? Blinders? Mm. Blinkers. Blinkers? Yeah. We've got to put the blinkers on. Blinders. Blinkies. Put the blinders and the blinkers on and just get through because they're so close to finals. It's almost like, you know, if you fucking crawl over the line. Just do it. That's why I want this season to just go after <laughs> no, look, after. Look, look yeah. at your draft pick opportunities, bruh. 
Look at what about this, it? Boys, you know I'm fishing. So let's assume you, and for all good reason, you may not win another game for the rest of the season. You could easily yeah. move from 11th where you currently are anywhere to like maybe a top five, top six draft pick. That's handy. Yeah. That's juicy. Top that's five, top six draft team. pick. By then as well, the players come back for the Saints and you're in a really good position for next year. I reckon admit to yeah. do. Do what if Essendon lose this week, like if we lose against GWS this week, there's five games to go, whatever it is, I'm praying, sending my love up above saying, lose every other game. Drop us down low, get the draft pick. Okay. On on that, on that, like the the, the one thing that we're, I thought we were done with it, but it, it's reared its smelly little head, the the tanking saga of Melbourne. It's they they want to restoke those fires. Did you hear about that? No. Yeah, what do you mean? Well, ring us up. They're in so. first. They're going to struggle from first. Yeah. Well. <laughs> nah. Like um, the the dickheads. I've forgotten what their their position is, but essentially, like the the body that regulates like gambling and things like that. Mm-hmm. That they're they're going after the Crown Casino because they reckon they're dodgy people, but. They're also looking at Melbourne in that it was a it wasn't taken care of properly by the AFL and a few things swept under the rug. Is this the cruiser essentially, cup? The cruiser cup in terms they reckon that it was that there was some organized criminal activity to it. Oh, that sounds juicy as. Mm. Yes, can you be it's our t- on-the-ground reporter there, Daisy, with weekly yeah, updates sure. on what's was, going on? Was Tony Mockbell involved? I hope so. <laughs> I, I hope so. Uh, I um, hope it comes back to Biden. SM yeah. Was like four years after the fact, and it already got dismissed, then some little dickhead called Asada was like, hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so Melbourne are going to get their own Asada treatment if... Um, uh, uh, th- th- there's I've forgotten what this body's called, but if they have their way, there's three things that they want to take care of and revisit, and one of them is the the the, the Thomas the Tank saga. Thomas the Tank saga. <laughs> you could have mm. still said engine. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I, I felt bad after that. Um, <laughs> that's really interesting. Like. What, do you, what would you see as, you know, say it does come true, and let's just talk really top line, say they did do something wrong in that in that season to get the draft picks they got, what yeah. do you think would be an applicable punishment? I think... Just off the, the top punish- of your head. The punishment would go to the AFL, I think, for not looking after it properly. So I think the Ds are in the clear. They're just going to get a bit of a smear. Mm, oh, they're in the clear, but they'll get a schmear. Yeah. Interesting. I was it thinking... It's a tick of approval if it rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking maybe they could do like... And, and this was before I before you said that it, it's the AFL's fault. But if it was the Demon's fault, perhaps like in a card game, you know when you, um, you cheat in some card games and then you've got to like put your cards out and someone gets to take one of your cards out of your, your hand? Yeah. I think the Ds should have to do that, but with their best picks. It's like... Their best picks. Bag on the head, yeah. Petrarca, Oliver, Gorn, you know, Lever, May, 
and you just get Where to do they go? Ah, uh, that's that's a good question. Carlton? <laughs> yeah. Maybe all the teams can enter a lottery, like all the honest teams, which probably yeah. wasn't Carlton. And then whoever wins the lottery gets first pick. I think that's. I like talking. it. Yeah, but you think the AFL's to blame? Well, apparently, yeah, they um, they've been yeah accused of rubbing shoulders with some dirty, dirty people, and yeah, weren't as thorough as they would expect. Because remember, Melbourne still might have cheated. It's just that the AFL didn't do. Due diligence and find it out. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, you're they, saying that? they didn't. Yeah, it's sort of like a Lance Armstrong. It's a Lance Armstrong where, where they the could, and technically Essendon as well, where they oh, couldn't prove it, but they suspected it and mm. they couldn't prove otherwise that they didn't tank. So remember, they got like some bullshit fine, and that was it. They didn't even get draft picks. Yeah, this this hurts a Carlton fan who's suffered for oh, twenty yeah. you years. Guys got, you since guys got cheating. Whooped. Like we got spanked so hard on the bum <laughs> for so many you guys years. Are still grounded. It's like exactly. We walk back into the room and they're like, "All right, Carlton, take your pants off, get over my lap." <laughs> <laughs> like year after year, and then Essendon comes in and it's like, "Oh, naughty Essendon here." Here's a couple spanks, and then off you go. Go grab a number one draft pick out. Pick anyone you yeah, want. Go that's right. That's just like their little lollipop after an unpleasant experience. <laughs> it stings. What, what exactly did um, Carlton cop? Mm. Did we cop? So much. We lost all yeah, our. We lost all our points. I think in the next year, and we lost draft picks, and we were financially sanctioned as well. You missed out on Goddard. We missed out on Goddard. Yeah. Um, yeah, we were, he and then so, we, he was so and, dirty. you know, to be honest, a bunch of shit recruiting after that has not helped us, but yeah, it, like it seems like the proper punishment days of the AFL coming down on club, like maybe they learned their lesson from Carlton because they brutalized yeah. us so much that they took a top, you know, one of the, what do they call it? The big four clubs. Mm-hmm. They essentially took them out. Like we're, we're extinct now. We're the white, we're the white rhino of the AFL. Good. <laughs> yeah, no, that's shit. Like, we, <laughs> yeah, we, just punish, we, just, we just punish ourselves. We don't need <laughs> anyone to give us smacks. We just do it for them. Oh, boys. All right, what else is going on in the um, wonderful world of football? Paddy, you got anything you'd like to chime in with? Um, Any hot topics? We should probably give a shout-out to um, Jackson Duffy. Uh, it's his full name. Um, of course. on the pod today because he's suffering a poor little migraine. Um, so RIP. Rest up, brother. Um, <clears throat> I just wanted to ask a question. This is just a bit of free-flowing banter for the boys. Remember how Papley was desperate to leave Sydney for Carlton? Mm, yeah. The deal couldn't happen. <laughs> and he looks... In elite form, when I was watching Eddie Betts, I'm like, okay, that would have been the perfect one-in-one-out kind of scenario. Um, so it's a two-part question uh, to Carlton Moll. Um, could Papley be the difference to you getting over the line a bit more this year um, for some closer differentials? And the other Ooh. question is going to be, how often do you see a player put their hand up 
because I've got my eyes on Dunkley at the moment, who put his hand up to go to Essendon mm. last year, which couldn't be facilitated for whatever reason, two years still left of his contract. So I'm trying to gauge how often players put their hands up for the leave and it actually and happens that year or the next. Yeah. Or yeah. like how many players have put their hands up and gone, yeah, I really want to leave, I really want to leave, and it's all media attention, et cetera, and then end up staying and have successful careers and then re-sign again. All right. I'll um I'll answer question one and I'll leave the other ones to Daisy to kick off. Um Pablo, I think would have yeah, obviously would make a huge difference. Um I actually don't think Eddie's playing that badly either this year. I think he could probably go around um for one more year. Like he's been our best small forward, but Papley would be electric and having two small forwards that have the ability to actually funnel some play in the forward 50 and create chances off packs, definitely. But I think we're missing a tall forward more than a small at the moment. Like I'd, I'd rather get Charlie Kerno back than Tom Papley. Okay, mm. fair. Marshy? Um, I, th- I can only think of one and that would be Bryce Gibbs. He was desperate to get to Adelaide. Adelaide were desperate to have him. Carlton mm. said nah. And then I think either the next year or the year after, he yeah, eventually the got year. there. Yeah, for yeah. Two, two first rounders. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, that's it. That's crazy. So, yeah, Joey, that, that's the only. That's it. Who? Joey Danaher yeah, obviously Joey wanted to go somewhere else, but mm. yeah. I guess he still ended up going somewhere. Well, yeah, because his was, you know, mm. he wanted to go to Sydney and then that, that, you know, didn't happen and then he ended up going to Brizzy. I guess whoever's got the trade picks and bigger pockets for that, you know, salary cap, et cetera, at that whatever time, depending on the player. Um, mm. Do you think the media hype killed that one? Oh, sorry. Uh, how so? Like, I mean, I remember us all finding out pretty early on in that season that, Joe Danaher was rumoured to be wanting to go to um, Sydney. And, you know, the hype around him meeting up with um, some of the the coaching staff and, like, having coffee and stuff with, I forget who it was, but there was just Tom all Harley. these things. Yeah, Tom Harley. Like, all these things came to light. And it was almost like by the end of the season, you're like, well, fuck, now if I do go to Sydney, everyone's going to call me a fucking dog. <laughs> like, should I go? It's like, hey, Brisbane's like, hey, we're interested. It's like, yeah, perfect. That'll do. <laughs> to Queensland when no one knows anything that's been going on in fucking New South Wales or Victoria. Like, it just seems that, interesting. Kind, yeah, because that's kind of like Buddy's manoeuvre, wasn't it? Because uh, everyone's always going to Sydney, chase the money, your dog. I mean, go to GWS. Yeah. And ch- you know, blah, blah, blah. And then does a U-turn, goes to Sydney, and people are just like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, I know. It's, it's not that bad, but they'll just, like when people get surprised, they're like, "Oh, okay." Well, and, and like especially from the media, that if they get duped, they don't go hard on that particular situation because, like, you know, they've been beaten to the punch and they've been spending the whole year speculating on another outcome and yeah. hadn't considered another one. You know what I mean? Yeah, Marshy, do you have many? journalists or reporters because um, you were going to do media watch for a little while do you have any <laughs> yeah. like that are big hype sellers of going this thing this trade's definitely going to happen and you know it's close attention to the whole thing that never delivers um 
That's an interesting question. Um, I feel like it's <laughs> something I should have covered. I love this. Uh, like, one... Hey, Marshy, have you done that homework from three months ago that you said <laughs> you were going to do? Three years ago. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, teacher. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm a bad student. I'm still... I've still been meaning to give Dwayne a call on on midday madness. Um, I don't know. I reckon. Oh, so who's I mean, don't, don't force no, one out. Is amazing. Yeah, don't force it. But yeah. Who's, yeah. That, who's that tubby bloke? Slightly tubby. I think he might be Channel Ten. Oh, what's his name? He's on Triple M. Uh, maybe I'm gonna. You guys talk amongst yourselves. I'm gonna try find him. Okay. Not Tom Morris. Um, no, nah, it's not Tom Morris. He's not Tubby. Nah. I'm trying um, to think of yeah. Tubby. I've I've got him in my mind. Who's like yeah, I, can, I can't unpicture him. Oh no, it's not Tom Morris. Tom Morris looks like <laughs> looks way too much like not friends of the podcast, but friend IRL Lockie Graf. So every time he's got this like resting, not bitch face, but smug face. <laughs> yeah, he's like, hmm. it's like speaking okay, of faces, Tom Morris has the answer for everything. All right, hero, we'll yeah. and follow you on Twitter. I don't buy it. Um, I don't buy it. Sorry, Mel. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, go go. I'm excited to. I'm keen to find out who this commentator is. And what was it in relation to Pat? What was the? Uh, you know who it is. It was. Guess it's gonna Ashley be. Brown? Nah, Tom Brown. Tom, Tom Brown, yeah. Brown. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a chode. He's not fat, but he's got a little he's bit of a chode. Um but just mild levels of chode of like you know when there's this Dan Andrew like media press conferences in the mornings and mm-hmm. it's like there's always those journos that are like asking those silly questions to give a rea- get a reaction. That's exactly yeah. his vibe every time. It's like you yeah, yeah. things. Everyone knows the fucking answer for it, but you eventually one in a hundred, you'll catch a slip up and you'll get your name in fucking Google. <laughs> yeah, he's a real smutty reporter. Smart. There's a bit of smart about him. Smart. Smart. Yeah. Like smart it. and smug. You need a bit of smart. The, 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 like, I reckon the one that is good, I'll give him some props. I, I reckon um oh who oh, Sam McClure. I like Sam McClure. Sammy. I yep. reckon, I reckon he's got a I'm bit good, of I'm a little bit of panache. He's got the, oh, he's yeah, got the exact that. same response every single time someone comes on um, SEN and he shows, "Hey, yeah, they show me a long time listen. I love the show. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Just that every time. No, <laughs> yeah. no. Like, love the fact that he doesn't engage them because if you ask them how they're doing, you might be looking at another fifteen seconds. He's always just like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm good, mate." Don't you love watching them play that game and like and and the the um, participants as well, the people calling up, like they always ask, "Oh, okay, g'day, Cornsy or whatever, whoever, how are you?" And yeah, they obviously brush over it so quick, so it becomes a game. <laughs> like every three minutes, they're asked how they are. Yeah, we should start calling up and just asking repeatedly how they are. Yeah, they can just call up to see how you are, mate. Yeah, yeah I'm good, mate. Oh, good to hear. I'll chat chat to you later. Yeah. Yeah, take care. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, speaking of like crank crank calls, did you guys hear the one about um the fellow who called up SEN when Buckley they were doing the Buckley day when he when he got fired? No. And <laughs> no. All right, hang on. Josh and Baldwin. Welcome, Josh. Josh and Baldwin. Hey, I reckon, hang on. Pretty good. 
great analysis. Love the show. Can you hear? Um, yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, I've been a big Collingwood fan my whole life. Um, I love going to the pies, watching Bucks, and you know, watching him coach. I think he's done a good job. Uh, the past couple of years haven't been our best, but that's all right. Um, I've always had one question, um, and I'm sure yourself, somebody in the industry, might be able to give me an answer. Um, do you reckon he's circumcised? <laughs> Clear off. Clear off. <laughs> oh, they got him. Got him. It's the little things, isn't it? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. And Brilliant. like stemming from that, like I, I just it, it, it's come into my consciousness just a couple of times. I'm like, I wonder, what is he? <laughs> he's playing you know, the not... scene. He's played at the scene with you. Yeah, can we can we be can we be these pests? Like it can't be that hard to just it's you know every time so every time we remember you got five ten minutes on your hands, dial the number, chuck it on speaker. If you get through, just ask something stupid. All right, new challenge yeah, for the week. We need to. Our challenge for the week is we all individually need to call up Talkback Radio. <laughs> it's got to be Dwayno. It's got to always be Dwayno. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and, call, uh, you get on. You, you definitely, you're guaranteed to get on. Simple question. Yeah, make it either simple yeah. or stupid. Either way, it's got to, it's got to, yeah, we've got to bring some more stupidity onto their shows so we can then bring it onto our show. <laughs> yeah, I, I like it. We should do it for sure. Hey, um, um, I was chatting with my old man just quickly um, during the week, and remember how I was saying earlier in the season that I thought Buddy wasn't going to get to a thousand goals, and he might end up like a bit injury prone, not make it through next year properly, and then move clubs to kick his thousandth. I, well, move yeah, clubs. You might, you might not remember. Yeah, I was saying he might go somewhere else to kick his thousandth, but that was just my theory. Oh, yeah. And then I was chatting with Dad about it last week. And he actually had uh, also had a theory for Buddy's thousandth, which he like told me he'd thought about without me telling him about my theory for his thousandth. And Dad reckons he's going to get it this year in the grand final. Whoa, that's spicy! Two that very different circumstances. Spicy. How many does he need? Spicy ball. What's the countdown? Not not many if they play finals. Let me just have a little. Nineteen stats, man. goals, I believe. How do you want it? He's on. He's kicked nine hundred and eighty-one goals. That's the most up-to-date wicket. Yeah. So nineteen goals. He's got five games of the regular season left. If he kicks two in each of those, average of two, he's got nine to kick left in the final series. Mm-hmm. Easy. Th- three, three, two, <laughs> and then kick yep. off the the granny with a bang. Yep. Hey, Dad could be on there. Can you still rush the field? And like, imagine if it's like in fucking metric or something, and people actually very, don't understand the significance. Very good question. Yeah. <laughs> sure. yeah, I don't know. Surely, I don't think with COVID. I don't think with COVID they will allow it. But I don't think with the power of the people they'll be able to stop it. My question to the people mm-hmm. who also have the power: If you were at said game, even op- Sydney being the opposition team, and you had the opportunity, that you're like one of the first. To rush oh, nah. the fence. I was, I was nah, going to say, should we do nah, it? Nah, nah. Should we do it? Oh, okay, okay. Like, would you? Nah. Nah. Me and Dino, we had a similar conversation about if St Kilda were to win a grand final, would we rush the field, you know, after the game, like after the siren? And fucking oath, we would. And we feel like <laughs> a lot of other people would. Like, I think we, 
we would be that pent up as supporters that we would do it. I, I'm surprised the doggies didn't do it, but I think Saners are a little bit more mad and would. And <laughs> and like it, because our game got robbed against in 2004 when G Train kicked his hundredth and the crowd mm. rushed the field and st- stunk up our momentum. But we, we were talking about it, and we would definitely be like the um. Not the vanguard. We would, we, we, we'd be the wave. buglers. The, yeah. yeah, second wave, maybe third. <laughs> Just get enough people through. So you know what it's about. Va- mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. I was gonna, keep going. No, no. Yeah, what's it about? Well, I was just going to say it's it's that perfect moment of not too early, not too late, because you don't want them to oh, have yeah. like finally regrouped and then you hop the fence and just get put straight in a headlock oh, and like take it nah. straight through the gates. But there is that sweet, you would feel like such a middle win. section. Oh, it would be the worst. Yeah, you want to get in the fat. It'd be like that, that guy's cool. doing it. Oh, classic! Like every response I had in primary school, it's like, "Well, oh, this other person did it." Um, <laughs> how many people would it take? On the field for, before you would were to run, like are we talking like 100. 20 isn't much on the G. 50? 50 is probably you're starting to look at a fair number of people. Mole, as soon as you get to, real oh, it depends. Like, that they had like bulk security guards, so it would need to be at least three to one security guards. I think before <laughs> I don't reckon that, that's not that's not fifty. Yeah, I know. That's, yeah, like, I reckon there's what, 50 security. Yeah, so yeah, I reckon you're right. I reckon that 100, 150, 200. You got, it's got to kind of be at on. the point where you know that everyone else is doing it too. Like imagine if you're the 50th that jumps, but you're the last one. And then you're just 50 oh, yeah. chickens yeah. in a pen and they're just slowly <laughs> oh, picking yeah. you off. And you're seeing <laughs> blokes left and right get smashed into the turf. <laughs> and you're like, oh, God, I'm sorry. I don't want to anymore. <laughs> yeah. Or do you like, imagine, like, you know, the, the the streaker that, say, Andrew Simons in the cricket who he just took out? Oh, mm. yeah. Can you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the big hip the and big shoulder. Bump. Like, imagine if you just, you're doing it and, you know, your, te- <laughs> your team's won, uh, uh, say, for me, like, or, you know, Sainers have just won, you know, on the field with many. And like go past, give Jackie Steele the high five, and he fucking puts the shoulder in. <laughs> like, I'd give I'd give up football forever. I, 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 that'd be me done. Imagine being that guy as well. Like you'd never live that down. Like the bloke and his hit like would always be known for that. Yeah. yeah, it's it's one of those things as well. Because I was gonna say initially when you said that, well, fair enough if if he does do it because it's. You know, it's his day. But then I thought about it and I'm like, well, nah, it's also your day. Like, it's a day for it's, it's the probably fans. It's arguably more of our day than theirs. Well, not really. Because, yeah, you, uh, you know, despite being a fan, you haven't played any of the games that season. So <laughs> I'd say it's more theirs. We've paid. But it, me- We've paid. But it means more to yeah. you. Like, yeah. you know, they might have more finals, yeah. grand finals in their life. And maybe, maybe if you run on the field after the second St. Kilda Premiership, in recent, like, you know, successive premiership. That, that, that's taken it too far. It'd be, no, I was going to say that'd be better received. Leave the first one for them. You reckon? Second one's for you to, to get on there and have your fun. All right. You, you reckon don't steal their thunder? Not so much don't steal their thunder. Just, uh, like, my other question for you and Dean was going to be, 
is it that do you need to run onto the field and celebrate on yeah, the ground? Like, yeah, I feel like it would be amazing yeah, to stand in the stands with all the other fans around you. You're going to be too busy crying that to get on there. Yeah, true. Like you'd but, just be a ma- you'd you just know, be a man I, I running around the G crying. <laughs> And then getting decked by Jack Steele. But like, imagine, imagine, yeah. But like, imagine like the like when when did that stop? When did that stop? The crowds running onto the ground after a grand final. I reckon that once it got up to reckon? like over three thousand dollars in in fine, and the and people were like, I can't chip in for this anymore to cover the cost. Do you reckon? Like, it certainly happened in the nineties, like the yeah. early nineties. Um. Oh, yeah, I, I don't know. We need to revisit the classics, I think. I reckon that's some homework. When, when did grand final streaking finished? That's all right. We'll make, we'll make Jack do it. Uh, yeah. I reckon <laughs> 92, because I don't remember it in 95. Yeah, no, true. I, I reckon like, it was like 2003. Why didn't it be 80s? It was like everyone gave up on Brizzy. At the end, it was like... 80s? No, no, he said he said 2003. 2003. Yeah, I reckon it was still happening into the 90s. Oh. oh. Can you remember That's one, though? Oh. Did it happen in any no, of the St. Kilda Adelaide ones, Marshy? No. There wasn't enough Crows fans. They, they get picked off by security for sure. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I reckon 92. Yeah. So uh, I'm looking here and at the, the Carlton Premiership images and I can't see anyone on the ground afterwards. Yeah, I don't remember anyone being on the ground in the replay. Not that it probably showed yeah. that much of the ground. Like when since when have they been doing presentations on the field after the game? Because, you know, you'd probably get imagery of the crowd standing you know, in an ushered area, they wouldn't be allowed too close to the podium. But there would have been days when people used to rush yeah. a field and they'd do the presentation and all the fans would be like, yeah, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it didn't happen in 93 either, so. Oh, jeez. So. Must be 92. Hey, can I ask a question? <laughs> yeah. Um... A little bit earlier, um, with security being present at the game, how mm. deflating is it for you when, like, you're watching a game at the, at the ground and then your team might be down by maybe like a couple of goals and you're probably not going to get back into it and you see the security walk out onto the ground. Oh, oh hate shit. it. That means hate there's it. like less than five minutes left. Oh, God, we're in a yeah. lot of trouble here. It's so deflating. Shit's Why can't they down. sit out there the whole last quarter? Why do they have – I'm fully on board with this, pack because they've crushed a lot of my dreams in the last <laughs> 10 years with this walking out <laughs> shit with five minutes to go. The arrogant yeah, arrogant dogs with your chest. Really out. not a fan. Yeah, yeah right it back in. Um, I mean, are they just yeah, arriving? Do you think? What's going on? Like, why are they only walking <laughs> out? Five minutes to go. You guys <laughs> haven't finished yet, have you? Oh, Carlton's getting pumped again. <laughs> Fucking hell. Hey, um, chances are high we won't get to another game for the rest of the year. <laughs> what was the last game you yeah. saw? Was it a win? Live? No, I haven't seen a win this year. <laughs> Uh, definitely not a win. Um, fuck the last win I reckon would have been when we 
beat West Coast. I think that was the last win I've been to. Mm, that's a juicy ages one. ago. Yeah, what about nah, you, it hasn't been much fun. Um, I think we've won most of our home games. So I can't remember who it was to though. I can't there was kind of that it. middle patch, like where we could go to games, but not everyone Ooh. was going. Yeah, I can't remember. Jeez, hello. What was that, Marshy? What Look have you found? Oh, no, the camera's just oh. here. Yep, just here. Holy dooly. Oh, no, no, that's perfect. Can you see that? <laughs> yeah. Like, um, what, so, what yeah. What final is the that? Last, uh, that's Sign me the, up. The 1988, the 88 grand final streaker. I reckon that's the last time someone has busted out onto the G on grand final day. That's a great finale for streaking, if you ask me. Close the yeah, book. End, yeah. on the, end on the highest. Not going to get better than that. <laughs> um, <laughs> boys, I need your honest opinion before we wrap up, which yep. is hopefully soon, I say. Um, <laughs> Essendon have slotted their way into eighth position at the end of this round. Chances mm-hmm. of You're welcome. finals. And You're welcome. is it worth it? I think yes and yes, Pat. And you know what? You're actually getting on my nerves a little bit. <laughs> I think (laughs) embrace it. Like you're going to make, I mean, the only reason I could think for you that it's bad to make finals is because of previous history, but brush it aside and get excited to get in there. Like I reckon eighth spot and 13th spot, fuck all difference in draft picks. Really? Like and uh, history might prove me wrong, but it probably doesn't most of the time. (laughs) No, it doesn't. Pick pick five and pick 11. Same bat, same, you know, block of cheese, really. So I say, Dons, get in yeah. there, try your darndest, and and lose that first final. And how happy will we be if we don't see Richmond make it in there? Regardless uh, of like, Very, yeah, very. Hugs and prayers and thoughts for <laughs> and chopsticks out for Dusty, but <laughs> surely, surely they're not they're not making they're not making finals without him. Surely oh, they I think it's giving him too much credit. I, I reckon, reckon they'd be doing the AFL a, a big service if they just stepped aside for this year and give the people <laughs> what they want and just said, okay, they finished outside the eight. Great. You know, justice has been restored. They finished ninth. It, it gives an op- Yeah, just outside and percentage-wise, just on percentage too because Jack <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, a real I mean, heartbreaker. Funny Litchie had kicked straighter. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, but I, can't I would like the Dons to get in there. I thank you. I can't say there's many clubs in the eight that actually would like to win the flag. Can you can you name a couple off your head off the top of your head? Doggies, yeah, maybe. In, uh, also, doggies, Brisbane, still. fucking deep. It's so unfair, and you're probably going to be good for the next three, four years anyway with your draft picks. Uh, I, I feel Brisbane, like it's Brisbane's time. Brisbane, yeah. See, Sydney, I'm interested to get your thoughts on Sydney because successful. Then, but they're not a team right now that screams success. That's why I'd like them to win. Like, they're yeah, not a team. A bit, I, there's a bit of a... Like, mm, oh, sorry, Desi. Doggies yeah. 2016. Uh, Sydney have got a bit of that flavour. Yeah. Right Melbourne. Yeah, very happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it would leave the Saints behind. Oh, we'd bet, yeah. Like, actually, I've, I've parked my ego. I said to Damo, I don't care anymore. Like... I think I've changed my mind as a, my view as a supporter in that rather than like 
fuck, I, I hope Essendon don't win. I, I've now, like... Essendon. If Essendon yeah. don't win, then Paddy's going to be upset, and I don't want Paddy to be upset. Oh, that's really so, lovely. I, I unless, like... I don't know anyone who goes for port, so they can get fucked. (laughs) And you know what I mean? Yeah, if I if I can think of someone, I can think of someone I like, and you know, I I can justify like you know, Damo. He deserves to see the D's win a flag. Ali Forbes Mm. deserves to see them win a flag. Um, Yeah, yeah. What about D? Even though he's a part-time Sydney Swanner. What about teams that, like, have those fans that you, you know, that are kind of fresh to the game fans and, and like... Oh, no, no, no sympathy there, definitely not. No, okay. And is that almost definitely a not. deterrent? I, I, like I, if... I, want, I want them to be upset. I want them to feel the pain of disappointment, <laughs> yeah, of a loss <laughs> for the first time in their lives to be like, oh... It's only a game, but I feel really bummed out. I want them to know what that feels like. Yeah, because it's not only a game. I genuinely feel depression uh, during big losses. It's really funny. So at work at the moment, everyone's super kind, super supportive. There's lots of texts and calls and, and, you know, love around the workplace because we're all in isolation. And people call me like, how are you doing? I'm like, man, it's fine. Like, what the fuck? I ain't got nothing to complain about. But if they call me after Essendon loses another final, I will be in tears. I'll be like, take oh. away my rights to leave. What if they, take like, away these things. Uh, the are you okay? Yeah, the are you okay comes after an Essendon loss. That's <laughs> real pain. That's real feel. Yeah. That's real real feel, yeah. I'll, I'll feel you, mate. <laughs> and um, just, just quickly, can we just like touch on all these racist cunts out there? Yeah. Yeah. It's happening every week. It's happening too much. It's because there's no it's accountability. They, they know that they can't get um they know that they can't get found out, so all the cowards are creating fake accounts on Instagram. Mm. And posting yeah. other tripe. It's not nice. No, nah, it's it's pretty frustrating. Yeah, like it needs to be a task you, force. You see it stem across like you know different teams and now it's like even when I see it happen to St Kilda, I see it happen to all these other clubs, it makes you want to like unify as a people to say, fuck off. Yeah. You know, or f- just find yeah. them out. Like a bunch of them I've always tried to look up on Instagram straight away and there's just no account that just doesn't exist. And I'm like, you fucking cowards. Like don't yeah. hide behind your words. If you're going to say something like that to someone, be accountable for it, although they know that they obviously don't want to because they're going to get in heaps of shit. Yeah, yeah it's not. It's not on. Mm. Agree. Yeah, it's yeah. It's just the simplest form. Not on. Um, it's disappointing. Like you know, when your parents yeah. caught you sneaking out on a weekend when you were a kid, and they're like, "I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed." It's like that kind of feeling. It's like, man, what are you doing? Why do mm. I? There's a lot of, like, I don't know, there's a lot of anger as well. Like, you think about how those players must feel and how, you know, there's still, like, vilification like that going on today after all that everyone's been through with this stuff. Like, and all the 
everything we've learned over the decades and, you know, the ways that people try to improve themselves. And then yet there's still one segment of people that use it to their advantage as a really hurtful, harmful way of interacting. Like, yeah, it's just weak. It's really weak. Mm. Indeed. Mm. I've got one more for you, fellas, before we venture off. And this is one I had from a couple of weeks ago and it popped back up over the weekend. So I thought I'd, I'd bring it up because I didn't bring it up the first time. Kicking off the ground for goal, right? Are you guys a mm. fan of, and let's just talk generally first quickly, are you a fan of a swiping shot at the ball with your foot? You know, if it's, say, in the wet and you're running towards the ball, like, I hate that stuff. It's one of my pet peeves is, like, someone that just goes to take a swing to gain some meterage rather than go on the ground ball picker. Yeah. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I, I'm, I'm all right with the kicking. You don't like kicking off the ground. I don't like it in that sense of like if there's an opportunity to to try and pick the ball up. I just see it more often than not. It doesn't work out. It does not work yeah. in your favour. They either miss. They either miss it because the ball's not stationary, and they like take a big swing at it and miss miss kick, and you know it doesn't go anywhere. And someone else from the other team comes in and picks it up, and it's like, well, why didn't you do that? You had an opportunity. Yeah. In the yeah. Ford 50, right, it's a little bit different. And we've seen it, I've seen it over the past three weeks or four weeks. Isaac Rankin did it a couple of weeks ago and had a bit of success with a goal and then tried it towards the end of the game. There was a tipper um, shot at goal two or three weeks ago. He like took a mark and I can't remember if he took a mark or someone else from Essendon took a mark. And then another player came in and socketed the ball off the ground and it was called play on and went through for a goal. And then you see Tom Papley do it twice in a game just on the weekend, just gone. And I'm thinking to myself, are they actually practicing these sort of kicks now? Like, it seems to that they do have, particularly when it's forward line based, they're actually quite accurate at doing these, like, off the ground, in the air, like, sort of magical kicks. And I'm wondering if... You know, you see them sometimes with a soccer ball out there at training and they're like, whoppa, whoppa, Ronaldinho, I'm the best. Um, <laughs> do you think there's elements of those other games that they're bringing in to try and, like, create this edge? Because obviously it is a lot easier to just kick it off the ground than it is to scoop it up and then put it on your boot. So it kind of eliminates this danger of the tackle, but can you perfect it with a football, with an AFL football, like, you know, Aussie mm. rules ball? I think it's sort of like the dri- it's like the dribble shot for goal. If if you if you if you attempt it and it goes through, then you're you're a rock star. But if you fuck it up, then you know people are just like you should have just picked it up and yeah, or just okay. gone the conventional conventional shot. But I reckon they do practice it. What do you reckon, Paddy? Uh hundred percent agree with you with the, it's a rock star or not star um, that, mm-hmm. and it's a make or break, but I don't know if they practice it. I reckon it's just a difference between elite sports people who, and it could be as simple as just grown up playing every sport they possibly could with that hand eye mm. coordination and have just gone, you know what? I've done it a million times before with a slightly different shape ball or I've done it with this shape ball as well. Um, and just lob it through. Because I know there's definitely Essendon players I've watched do it, Stringer in particular, who kicks it off the Fuck it heaps. up. But I, no, he gets it. I'm like, this oh, he gets it. motherfucker is <laughs> incredible. But I think he's, <laughs> he's afraid, of, and I think he said it before, he's afraid of 
pulling a hammy trying to pick it up and so he just kicks it off the deck <laughs> and it works mm. interesting yeah I, I i do rate it more these days and i think as well from the few times that i've seen it happen when a play has been called to stop it's almost this little secret move that you can do because if you like if a play if a mark's called or a free kick's called and you're the first player to the ball after the whistle goes and you soccer it off the ground they're actually quite likely to bring it back. Whereas if you went to pick it up and then kick it, they would call play on. Mm. But it's almost like this this double-edged sword. It's like, oh, if I soccer it and kick it through the goals, they'll just call advantage. But if I soccer it and miss, they'll probably be like, oh, well, you know, he didn't actually pick it up. He just kicked the ball off the ground straight away. So little sneaky cheat code. I reckon Richmond, they've got a lot to to, uh, have... Lot to answer for. Be responsible about with, with this kicking off the you know the more kicking. It's just a surge forward mentality. The chaos ball, just yeah. move it on at all costs. The dusty special. Um, the dusty special. So blame Richmond. And they, all right. and Sounds team good to me. Really, really well when it's wet outside. Yeah, they do. Or, oh man, they really have set the bar quite high. Um, so much so that if I watch any other team in the wet not doing it, it's like surely you've taken notes. From yeah. you know, three out of four time premiership flag winners. Maybe some teams have tried it at training and they just know they can't do it. It's like, all right, boys, stick to picking it up. You fucking shit on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it. All right, amigos. Boys, nothing, it's been fun. fun, boys. Uh, enjoy your lockdowns, everyone out there. Stay safe. Um, stay well. We'll be back a couple of weeks, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, see when Jack's um, headache settles down. (laughs) Yes, Jack, rest up, get better, uh, and go footy pie. (laughs) Go footy pie. Not the footy pie.